Welcome, 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 people. This is the Fire This Time Podcast. And we're back again for you in the new year. Yeah, 2022. We're here, baby. Yeah, 2022. You know, we finally made it through another year. And we're back to get y'all the fire. So, thank you for joining us again. You know what I'm saying? I hope that everybody had a blessed holiday and, a, you know, decent new year. Holiday, I mean Kwanzaa. Because, you know, I celebrate the Kwanzaa. I bar got it, but, you know. So, we, um, you know, we glad to be back for y'all today. And just to give y'all this heat, you know, what you got? What you got for us over here, man? You know what I'm saying? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good, Aki. Uh, like you said, it's now January 3rd, so we're a couple of days into the new year. And uh, I know, you know, I'm, I'm already claiming it, cliche or not, you know what I'm saying? Going to make this one my year, Aki. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'm going to make this one my year, Aki. It's definitely a year for change and growth and development and all of those things like that, you know, that uh allow, you know, humans to be humans and black people to be black people. You know, we got some shit to get together. We got some work to do this year. So, so uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, planning, plotting, action, and things of that such nature that got to be done this year to get us over that hump. Proaction, proactive, pro, not, not pro, reaction, but yeah. we're going to be proactive this year, y'all. Most definitely. And, and, and we know we, we passed due for it. We passed due for that. There's been a lot of it, man. You know what I'm saying? It's been a, it's been a couple of strides. This last year, I think we sort of been a little, you know, sleep, you know. Might have had a little medication, you know what I'm saying, something to keep us down. But we still here, though. I think somewhat, as a people, we just been, you know, uh, hyper aware you know what yeah. i'm saying to speak on a positive mm-hmm. like uh we're not going for the same old bullshit uh, yeah yeah uh you know the contradictions are rising as yeah. we like to say yeah and uh we, we like we as a people are taking notice and you know i think uh we waiting for that next move that next direction yeah that innovative you know as, as we as we know black nationalist type of for direction that uh, is 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 already here and still coming, you know. Well, and that's what I mean. I, when I say, you know, I, I I probably used the wrong word, sleep, because we did come out. We definitely came out of this Biden situation and went into the Biden situation, thinking completely different politically than we ever did before. You know, we did do that, uh, but now, you know, it's like. Like, like you said, we've seen some stuff already. We've been hip to some things, and it's like, uh, you know, we sort of trying to figure it out right now. I think we tried. We are trying to figure out our next move. Yeah, you know? we, we reacting to some, you know, some unique events, you know, as far as uh, you know, this pandemic, and uh, you know, I, I think adjusting to that, you know, adjusting to a quickly changing society. Yeah. You know, where some of these cards are getting reshuffled in the deck. Not saying it's a different game being played. Yeah. But uh, them cards are being reshuffled a little bit, Aki. I mean, and yeah, they've been reshuffled and, and people are dropping deuces wild like hell. <laughs> <laughs> Real talk. Yeah. I mean, because you think about it. You know, about five, five to ten years ago, we was thinking in political sense, you know, on some nationalist shit. You know, just as, as I don't want to say 
as a group, but as a community, you know, mm. dealing with elections and stuff like that. And then two years ago, a year ago, well, yeah, about a year ago, COVID dropped. And that complaint changed stuff completely. And it sort of, you know, I think it, it did create a, an environment that let black people know some things. Like, I, I think we're working more and more to the fact that uh, the solution to our problems does not solely lie in the electoral process within this system. Yeah, it don't and w- which uh, one of the two parties is in power or how the Democrats is going to look out for us. We're, we're waking up to the uh, the fact that those, you know, routes, those uh, directions mm-hmm. are, uh, you know, troubled, if not uh, useless to us. Yeah, you know me, man. I believe in the good old-fashioned gospel of nationalism. Loyalty and allegiance to self and kind first. And so because of self and kind first, I think that's what we're starting to realize. It's sort of what you're saying. It's like, it's not just the electoral process. It's just the process of dealing with them on that. We got to, I think we're starting to see to some extent, like, man, we got to, that's, that's what the conversations we've been having. We've been having them conversations. Like, we got to figure out something we're doing for ourselves. We got to do for self. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think we you more and more so. coming to terms with that across generations. Yeah. You yeah. know, uh, e- even though I think all of us to some degree, or, or maybe not, but, uh, you know, if we're within the bounds of this country, you know, we are looking to the federal government to do something to alleviate our, our struggling. Yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, we're, I don't want to say grateful, but we're going to use whatever we can, you know what I'm saying, to improve our condition. That's called survival. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. It's survival, like especially in the dire conditions that we're faced with. Yeah. Uh, but now we're more and more waking up to the fact that uh, the, the final solution to our problems, you know, our liberation, mm. you know what I'm saying, mean, or you, we can just say, the, the full protection of our children yeah. and the full celebration and proliferation of our culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Amongst the masses, you know, mm-hmm. and us uh, leaning into, of course, that separate culture, that separate, you know, black nationalist identity. Yeah. You know, we can go back to what Malcolm X said. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're victims of America. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, we have to join in that, that anti-colonial struggle globally by also, you know, really politicizing and realizing our true identity. Yeah. You know, and we're doing more and more of that. And our identity, of course, leads us to political solutions outside of this wide American political system. Well, as you know, as Kwame Nkrumah said, organize. Mm-hmm. We got to get organized as a community, you know. Um, I, and you know my opinion, even on the nation, on the nationhood thing, we can do that without the European or the white man. We don't need the United States government for that. We can come together and say well, that's what we are. But as a community, we got to get that sense back. We got to get the sense back that we we creating, you know, uh, institutions. You know, right now with the COVID, medical institutions. You know, mm-hmm. I would. I'm thinking to myself like, I wonder what the Panthers. Mm. In they heyday would be doing right now, and I'm thinking what they was doing then. So if mm-hmm. these guy, if these these brothers and sisters was going around in the hood, testing for sickle cell, mm-hmm. I can only imagine, you know, what I'm saying what they'd be doing with them ambulance services that they created, going out and testing people, and, and, and based on the trust that the community had with them, how many people. They possibly could, but I believe we would be doing our own research. Mm. You know, if we was talking back then, we would have people at Tuskegee, like they had at Tuskegee, doing research 
on sickle cell and black people. That's what we got to get to. To whereas, yeah, we live in this. We live in this United States. Sometimes we may have to use their facilities and hospitals, but we got our, our own structure that we can rely on in in need to 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 you know what I'm saying. It, it makes me think, Aki. I mean, there are serious and endemic uh, obstacles between in the relationship between uh, black people, the descendants of slaves in this country, and the medical institutions oh, yeah. of this country. For sure. So think about what, what, would a, what would a black nationalist solution to that possibly look like? Say if we were organized as a, a black national politic or body, mm-hmm. right? And what if we had a relationship with Cuba? You know, yeah. that has uh, medical institutions that we trust, yeah. even if underfunded compared to the U.S. institutions, yeah. uh, or at least less prestigious. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, you know, they still are more trustworthy than I, I think a lot of the apparatuses within this country. Yeah. You know, inside and outside of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, okay, what if one solution is you know we're getting shipments? Of the Cuban-produced vaccines, and throughout the uh, Black uh, Nationalist Network, yeah, as far as institutional oh, network. Oh, yeah, beautiful. That I mean, that's a good example of the type of relationship that you would form as a community, and you definitely will form as a nation. And they they they're making vaccines that don't incorporate mRNA uh, technology or or research. You know, but, but that that are more traditional. You know, uh, so. That's just, and I'm not, you know, picking sides on the the type of vaccine. Yeah. I'm just saying that there is some uh, hesitation in the black community, and also other options, as Cuba has shown, yeah, are effective. Well, which I, are more traditional vaccines that, uh, you know, inoculate well, you and get uh, the the disease or virus. Well, first of all, we have to give credit to Cuba because even United States um, physicians, nurses doctors who've actually worked on the ground in Cuba and with Cuban trained doctors say they probably some of the best damn nurses, doctors and surgeons and physicians in the world. They're known for that. Um, they played a big role in, in helping with the Ebola situation. You know, um, that would be a perfect idea because that's the way communities, true communities, which, which is institutions, function. We got a medical apparatus within our community. We don't have to go to the system to get the vaccines. We can call Cuba and say, hey, we're going and we, and we to do fair, you know, pay them for it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and get vaccines from them, mm-hmm. you know. And not only do that, but then we also open up networks for us to get training in the medical field mm-hmm. over there. You know what I'm saying? It's you know, there's so much you can do when you when you talk in community. So I think that's you know, that's where I've I have been hearing that a lot. You know, um um, you know, black people talking about newer and it's really not new solutions. This was shit we was talking about probably fifteen years ago. You know, it ain't nothing new. Um, but you know, purchase of facilities. Putting, we got to start putting money into the black, I always say the black HBCUs that do deal with medical issues. You know, you say uh, Howard, uh, Hampton, Tuskegee. Mm-hmm. 
You know, we got to start doing stuff like that. So I think black people are looking for newer solutions and stuff like that, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, you know, we don't have to rely on a government that does not represent our interests. Definitely outside the medical arena. Yeah. If there's some black liberals that want to believe they have our best interests in mind yeah. within medicine, uh, certainly outside of medicine, you know, we can agree that they don't. As I so I mean, like, why not? You know, have you know this intellectual network, this uh, this medical research network throughout yeah. black universities yeah. that have a more nationalist type of uh, basis, you know, to them, where you know they're researching and producing vaccine. We can produce our. We we should, you know, we are capable and we should be able to, you know, research and develop our own vaccines and produce them and distribute them amongst ourselves based on research. Uh, you know. Uh, done on our bodies you know that's uh, that that's not a statement saying that the vaccines that are available in the u.s didn't do that but yeah. I, this is just a black nationalist position we yeah. should be able to do it for ourselves i mean it's taking it's going back to like i say the same shit that we used to do now the problem is, is that the conditions were different when we were doing this stuff but when you look at um even go back to hbcus and the universities black universities and black colleges there were black colleges back in the day specifically researching black people, you know, and that was because they couldn't go to white universities and get jobs. So their work had to be relative to the community that they came from. They was living in segregation. So when we look at like even Du Bois and them and then the team that came under him, they did many studies into black people, whether it was medical, psychologically or any like it was it was a focused effort by our best intelligence minds to not, you know, to, to not learn this stuff just to to work in their universities. It was it was a purpose for it. It was to serve the people, to serve they people. So you know, if 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 we don't accept nationalism willingly, we'll be forced. It. Exactly. So uh, you said it best, Aki. So it, you know, it's just real simple. But we got to get on with the show. This was just the intro. <laughs> <laughs> just the intro. So let, let's uh, talk a little bit about, I mean, we talked a little bit about predictions somewhat mm -hmm. about the new year. Uh, but let's let's get into some resolutions then. You know, oh. are there any resolutions that you got, Aki, as far as, you know, as we head into the new year? Uh, You know, I know I, I definitely want to get, I, I feel like I have been as active as I needed to be. In my my activism, as I was before, this year has been sort of hard. Um, I definitely want to get back into that more. Um, stay disciplined on a workout plan, Aki. You know what I'm saying? We know we be talking this shit, but it don't go the way it's supposed to go all the time, especially working these jobs. And, uh, you know, the regulars, save money. Um, but outside of that, it's really just staying alive. You know, staying alive so I could do what I want to do, which is be in the movement and, you know, see it prosper, see it grow, mm -hmm. you know, so. I agree, Aki. Everything you said, Aki, uh, you know, I want to be in a position that, you know, push up, lift up the struggle, you know, that we know needs to take place and is taking place in our communities, the resistance yeah, against, you know, uh, the condition that we under, man. You know, I want to help rebuild the resistance. Yep, and to do so, you know, we got to take care of self, you yeah. know. So that goes for the physical health, mental. mental health. Yeah. And just, you know, really renewing. I mean, this is a time, you know, where, 
you know, you feel the energy uh, just from those around us. You know, yeah. if, if, if not anywhere else, we feel it from those around us of yeah. renewal, of uh, refocusing efforts and whatnot. So, yeah, I'm definitely leaning into that myself and, uh, you know, definitely have, you know, resolutions, like you said, to maintain my physical health. Uh, you know, definitely stop drinking uh, soda, for instance. You know, I, I, and I haven't done that so far this year. Yeah. I know we're on the third, but hey, hey. that's something I'll keep going. Hey, day by day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other things, you know, last year I stopped smoking tobacco, you know, yeah. uh, so just keep on, you know, uh, improving my health, but also that workout plan is going to be, be real key, you know, get yeah. back to that, you know. When I was boxing back in high school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, about to knock some niggas out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got to get your hands right, you know? And that's something that, that I think that's something that, um, you know, we talked about this before, but, um, you know, the brothers, the brothers got to, you know, we're going to do some work. Mm-hmm. You know, we got to, you know, it's been a lot of stuff that's been in the air this last year that's been on some other stuff and then thrown fire into things like that. But it's a lot of work that, you know what I'm saying, I definitely want to do with the with the brothers, you know. Um, yeah. yeah, and uh, I'm right there with you, Aki. I know we talk about this off and off the, you know, off the podcast. But uh, yeah, I mean, definitely, you know, retouch on on, on the momentum that we had a few years ago in, yeah. in this community. Yeah, as far as with Speak True Collective, a Shakur reading group. Yeah, but also, you know, what I'm saying I'm also interested, like you said. To do some organizing amongst the brothers, yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, and just you know see what can come from a focus there, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, all that you know, pursuing all that uh, this year is going to be you know key, and that's definitely the goal resolution. So uh, so yeah, do you have any what, predictions for this year? Any 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 predictions? Um, yeah, I mean, like like we mentioned before, the contradictions rising. You know, uh, I know that's kind of a you know an easy one for you know a dialectical materialist yeah. to choose. You know what I'm saying? But uh, the con- the contradictions will continue to rise. Uh, I'm not sure how. You know, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but I mean, I-, I guess I see popular culture becoming more and more hollow. Yeah, you know, I see maybe the metaverse that introduced the idea introduced late last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and, and really the technology being around a long time before that, you know, yeah. developing. But you know that that uh, virtual reality type of technology, uh, all I mean, so much so much of the horrors associated with that, and this yeah. like the type of futuristic dystopian yeah. type of views, <laughs> maybe on Black Mirror that we've seen. Yeah, so much of that stuff is already true. Yeah, you know, uh, but it's you know, coming. but it, it's coming even more and more. Hyperspeed, really. Yeah, especially with the pandemic and everything yeah. going on, the, the stuff like that is advancing even uh, more and more quicker, quick, yeah. quickly. So, uh, so yeah, um, popular culture wise, you know, like like I said, more hollow hip hop wise, you know, uh, I think you, you're gonna see the two poles rising. You know, in competition with one another, the contradiction rising, the contradictions rising extend to hip hop as far as more and more real shit coming into our our view with digital technology. Yeah. But also more and more bullshit getting more and more shine in front of our faces, our children's faces. Yeah. That uh, we really need to start protecting ourselves from more and more. Yeah. Uh, That's messing up our vibration. You know what I'm saying? That's messing up our energy. That's just messing up the type of things that our minds... You know, once it takes it in, ruminates on, you know, uh, however you want to, you know, label yeah. that type of energy. 
You know what I'm saying? It's affecting us. Messes with the mall makeup. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, I see a lot of that with you speaking of, Ike. You know, um, you know, I definitely predict a, a large amount of deep saturation into our own carnality mm. as a species. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right Especially with social media. Um in the in the in in the excess, unlimited excess to um carnality. <laughs> I'm just throwing out words, but you know what I'm saying? So it's like um wasn't you tell me you was on the bus one day? Uh or you was out in public somewhere one yeah. day, you seen a young boy <laughs> looking just straight up in public looking up porn. Yeah, it was phone. it was like four or five of them. They was huddled around him. Had his phone out and he was straight on porn hub. Getting it in. I'm like, dang, it's it's, it's access. Access, I and, and so, you know, when we go out here and we look at, the you know, the youth and the males and the young ladies and stuff like that, they get an over-saturation of these things. And, you know, it, it does tear up the, the, the makeup, the, the, the little bit of structure and innocence that we have, you know, left in the world. So it's like, you know, I see a more saturation of that. You know, culture should, in its best, is our protection, our collective protection from the carnal savageness related to our animal self. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Uh, culture, you know, is a is a way of protecting ourselves from yeah. that. You know, through prescriptions about our social life. Yeah, interactions with people and stuff like that. And I see a lot of those things being broken down. Oh, Exactly. Um, that, that's my point, Aki. Yeah. Our, our, the culture has broken down. Yeah. The culture, our culture, black culture yeah. has given away so much to this mass-produced, homogenized, really white supremacist yeah. uh, culture. One that hypersexualizes us as a way to control our animalistic self. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it hypersexualizes us because it makes us easier consumers to convince. Yeah. Well, it's like this. The what made a it was once a I mean when I was studying philosophy and they talked about the, the human being and how he has his animal nature and then he has his intellectual nature. Or what they call his um um daimo, something like that, nature. Right? But his his higher nature. And the biggest the the, the biggest thing is that his animal nature, it's not that there's anything wrong with his animal, animal nature, but he or she is human. They got a mind. They got something that can put that in check. And so because they got that, it, 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 even though they have that, it's easy to be addicted to something that's in your nature. You know what I'm saying? If, if men, men choose to spread seed, ladies choose to take seed in. You know, and culture provides that structure to keep that in check. When you don't got a check there, it's what you have, mayhem. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's creating an environment, especially when you combine capitalism with it. You take this social media and this breakdown, and it ain't just on a sexual level. You can see it in the hood with how we how life is being taken. You know what I'm saying? How murder's going on. You know, a non-value in a life. All of these things are taking place. We're hearing it even in our music where, you know, we hear music where it's, you know, it's it's more violent and direct, disrespectful. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's an excess of stuff that we get. And so, you know, 
I do believe it's going to be a more of a saturation of that. And there's going to be a, 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 a more of amount of people falling into that. But there's going to be a lot amount of people waking up out of that. Because I'm already starting to hear the people question a lot of this stuff. They, you know, when people, when the regular people even start to say, well, damn. You know what I'm saying? That's a little too much. That's a little, you know what I'm saying? But And, and then once we have that cultured response to this hypersexual excess for example mm. what what does modern society this modern capitalist society tell us oh you're not progressive enough yeah you know yeah it, 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 it it's the idea that you're stuck in the past you, like you're not evolving with capitalist society if you're not willing to open up your culture your people your daughters your sons yourself yeah to this hypersexual commodification you know, you're seeing you're seen as, uh, <laughs> I mean, damn near prehistoric. Yeah. You know, that's where it's getting to. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, um, those are things that we're going to be facing. Um, we've always sort of had that type of thing going on generation to generation, I think. But now... They just got the shot out, shooting outside, bro. That was some gunshots. That sound like it. That sound like some gunshots. Somebody out there got dang on letting off the rest in the backyard. Or that's hope nobody got hit. I mean, it just didn't sound like no motherfucking fireworks. But yeah, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't sound like no fireworks. Just how they popped off. It wasn't. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? That sound like some aggression. But even that, it's even more out of like the, we can go beyond the, the hypersexuality or sex. You know, oversexualization of us. It's even in the, the over. Um, the, the 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 abundance of violence that's being promoted to us, you know what I'm saying, um, which ties into our nature, and this goes on. This level of aggression, a lot of times, of violence goes on amongst males, and that natural aggression that we have from our animalistic nature, it begins to be exploited again. And so now you have us out here, and we have this excess world where everything is excess, and at the end of the day, men are driven by sexual urges to some extent. So the, the, with the money comes women and, 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 and fame and respect and all of those things that we, we think those things. And so they, we pursue it, you know what I'm saying? Especially if you don't look at another option or an environment has been created that... Um, already deems you um unwanted as you know what I'm saying um sort of ties into that man not by Dr. Tommy Curry you know you're not viewed you're not you don't really exist to the society and that's based on what the society has become over capitalistic extra saturated into self indulgence and all other types of shit so that's why I say this year it's going to be a year of us getting our shit together, questioning things, looking for solutions, and above all things, hopefully organizing. I don't even care if it's on some type of... I do, And I do predict that. I think we're going to start seeing more conferences of RBG brothers and sisters coming together to just have a conversation about, okay, what next? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we know what it is. We didn't came to conclusion because I think we've been running away from that. The, the, you know, the, the the powers that be have been putting the dissension and division between the revolutionary groups. I think we starting to realize, like, nah, player, we got to, we got to. If anybody else got to stick together, 
RVG's got to stick together. Exactly. I, I, I totally agree, Aki. And I think we need unity across the socialist to conservative spectrum. Oh, yeah. Within the black nationalist community. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and that's not to promote either side. If you listen to this podcast enough, you know what side myself and Aki lay on. Yeah. But we still seek unity mm-hmm. uh, through, um, you know, united fronts or whatnot. Yeah. Because ultimately, that's who's going to be part of the nation. That's who's already part of the nation within the nation. Yeah. And uh, we can't let some of these, you know, ultimately petty feuds or petty divisions when we really answer similarly on the major questions, uh, stop us from unifying to yeah. the, to what the highest degree that we can. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean that that's that's the hope. And I mean we're seeing it more and more. But uh, you know, you already know Miyaki. It's the academics that you know <laughs> need to get off the high horse the most. Yeah. Uh, or the, the, I would say the black elites generally. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, including academics in the media and, pop, yeah. and, and you know. Get off, get off that high horse, you know. Uh, I, that was where most of the critique lies, you know. Yeah. As far as you know, they they control majority of the resources and the majority of where attention is applied. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's where we're at with digital technology and marketing and media. Yeah. If you if you have more money to you know direct towards certain platforms, you know you're going to direct energy and attention that way, and that leaves certain smaller, more revolutionary black nationalists. Organizing or movements, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, underfunded and under recognized, uh, you know, generally a lack of awareness compared yeah. to, you know, for instance, a Black Lives Matter. Yeah. But uh, but, you know, we're, we're waging that, that war on two fronts, because not only are we hoping that the black elites get more uh, off that high horse, black yeah. academics get more off that high horse. But we're also seeing the masses start going towards YouTube and stuff to check. Against, you know what I'm saying, the uh, you know, what the mainstream line is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, you know, so we're seeing movement on both fronts on that. Yeah. And that is a good thing. Because yeah. um, um, the same way it's opening the average everyday man's eye to alternative news. I don't want to use that term, alternative news. But, yeah, we have to some extent alternative news. Or alternative perspectives on what they hear in the mainstream, it's no different than like how it is doing the music. You know, um, there's a certain freedom that's starting to come with independence and alternatives, and they can't really control YouTube like that yet. So, you know, that's definitely gonna grow. That's definitely going to grow, especially, I mean, just with the technology. Those things are going to grow, you know what I'm saying? But it's going to be a year, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a year to work on. It's going to be a year to work with um, and see what's, um, just see what happens. Try to stay on my resolutions and, you know, be prepared, mm-hmm. you know? So uh, with that, Aki, uh, any last words for this episode? You know, uh, you know, anything you want to leave the people with as um, we look forward to this new year? Uh, man, you know, um, you know, people stay awoke, stay free, stay fighting, you know, and, um, you know, be prepared. You know, we in some different times right now. Maybe another lockdown coming soon, you know, and we going to, you know, 
need to have our mental sanity and our physical sanity together. That's when we take that time. You know, lockdowns to me, I look at it like when you're person in the joint and they put every they put the whole cell block on lockdown. Mm-hmm. You can't do nothing but sit in there, eat, work out, and read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you got somebody else in there with you, you're playing chess. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's what you do. You go in that little dungeon, that little cell of yours that you call your house or your or your room or whatever. And, you know, you put the time in and get to know yourself, you know. I'm right there with you, Aki. Uh, I would say for next episode, we're going to talk more about COVID and Omicron and, you know, I guess how that virus is proceeding this in this next, in this new year. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not sure if there's going to be another lockdown just because, I mean, look, look at some of the, the steps that they've taken as far as, you know, lessening the quarantine time from 10 to 5 days. Uh, so I mean that that looks like you know we want y'all to get be back to work by New Year's. <laughs> well, they trying to make it so they can function with um, Corona, and mm. it's like even even Dr. Fauci is admitting that now. You know yeah. where you know we have to weigh the risks associated with COVID yeah. next to the continuing functioning of our society. Yeah. Uh, so I mean something that the you know maybe wasn't as readily admitted. A year, year and a half ago, and, as far as you know, uh, the critique towards the federal COVID policies. I mean, as I told a uh, young lady at my job, I say that you have to remember that Corona is a virus, just like the flu, sort of. Viruses are living entities. It may not have life on the level that we think in terms of our life, but it's life, and it's not in the nature of a living thing to die. And you'll be surprised that even though humans and all our evolved bodies and and time on this planet, we've evolved to what we are. But the most resistant to death is a small little virus. (laughs) It's it's, It's so small. It adapts fast. It adapts in a year. So we always have to be mindful of that, that this, you know, this is something that, um, when the human mind gets to work and it can do a lot of different things, you know. Uh, so it takes time. But in this system we live in, you know you can't trust these motherfuckers. It's all about profit. And I'm just waiting for the day that they decide to sell it. You can buy you a vaccine. Well, you can buy yourself vaccine kit now. So they're selling vaccine kits. They're getting their money off that. After a while, they're going to start issuing, selling the vaccines. But that's for another show, y'all. Hmm. I, I, I'll say this at the end. Black folk, let us be, you know, while we're within the belly of the beast, let us be a virus within this um, white elite political body that, you know, has ingested us for centuries now. Yeah, eating up all the belly fat. <laughs> Till the topple over. <laughs> Till the topple over. Till the topple over. I don't know what virus this is. This shit eating me from the inside the, the, out. The black plague. Give you <laughs> bubble guts and all of that. <laughs> yeah. But uh peace, fam. Peace, y'all. Peace.